Welcome to TGIF Geocaching Radio, a monthly audio show all about geocaching and the excellent adventures that await us. I'm Jeff, aka The Bruce Zero, and this is Episode 1. In this new show, we will have fun segments, interviews, call-ins, audio geocaching adventures, news, and more. Now stay tuned in this premiere episode as we get started with a little intro about geocaching and Cache the Line, and meet my partner in crime as we have a light-hearted geochat about this great hobby, including a little geocaching acronym trivia. Plus we have a short audio geocaching adventure and a brand new contest announcement. First off, thank you for tuning in. If you're a follower of Cash the Line, you'll recognize that TGIF has been the name of monthly live-streamed hangouts that I've held on my YouTube channel since around when the pandemic began in 2020. We did everything from artsy stuff to interviews and escape games to video gameplay, all geocaching and puzzle related, and there have been prizes. So, I'm trying something new. This audio show will be available on YouTube with some visual enhancement, but will also be available on major podcast providers. So please, bear with me with this new form of TGIF as it gets its footing. But before we get to the meat of episode one, for those of you listening who've perhaps never heard of Cash the Line and are tuning in for the first time, here's a brief intro. Cash the Line is a YouTube channel and brand that I launched in late 2017 after I was bitten by the vlogging bug. I've been geocaching since 2009. Geocaching is a hobby that makes use of GPS and GPS-enabled devices to track down containers hidden all over the world by people just for the fun of it and, of course, for the adventure. Those containers can be any size, holding anything from a tiny sheet of paper to sign to oodles of swag and traveling items. And they all contain a log sheet or a book to sign, like a guest book, and their locations may even be hidden behind elaborate puzzles or gadgets or physical tasks like climbing trees, paddling to islands, or days of camping down rivers, or even just inconspicuously hidden at the corner of a nearby parking lot. You name it, people enjoy the hobby for a variety of reasons, but what draws me most to the hobby are the locations, the activities, the goals, and challenges you can complete along the way, and exploring the beauty of nature and getting healthy physical and mental exercise in return, as well as making friends and meeting wonderful people. On my channel, most of my videos focus on the excellent adventures provided by some really amazing geocaches I've found, mostly in my home region of Ontario, but also during travels to faraway lands. If you aren't a geocacher yet, well, you're really missing out. Get to geocaching.com, the primary hub for all things geocaching, and sign up for a free account, then load up the app on your smartphone, or just download geocaches to a GPS device if you already own one, and get out there on the fantastic worldwide scavenger hunt. And please, remember to subscribe and leave a comment or review. And listen for a new contest announcement later in this episode. So I'm at this cache that is an underground culvert cache. I'm pretty sure of it from the listing. And 
yeah, there is a culvert here. <laughs> you can hear my voice, and I wasn't sure if you need boots, but uh, uh, you kind of do. Oh, the slosh of the underground culverts. And <laughs> the cash is just hanging at the top of the culvert. So clear and, oh, wow. Uh, okay, I, <laughs> I am going to share a photo of this cash on my Instagram, so check it out. I, do I want to touch this thing? It's, it's hanging, but it is covered in spider webs and cobwebs. When was this thing last found? Oh my gosh. Okay, I gotta sign in on this and another smiley on the map. Woohoo! Well, that was our first mini audio geocaching adventure. A mega. <laughs> Um, okay, maybe maybe not that. Uh, I think it needs a new name. It would be great to share little adventures you have had while geocaching. If you've got an adventure to share, please call in and leave a message at cachetheline.net slash call in. That's cachetheline.net slash C-A-L-L-I-N. Or if you have a great log or experience to share or highlight, do, do email me at tgif at cashtheline.net. That's tgif at cashtheline.net. And now that I have actually said do-do for the first time on this show, let's get to it and chat about the fun of caching with a partner who may or may not be as intense, fanatical as you... All right, so first off, I'd like to introduce you to my partner in crime, someone who's much more casual hobbyist than myself, but who has found a few geocaches of her own. Can you introduce yourself, your name, how many caches you found? So my name is Stephanie, and my caching name is F. Nightingale, and um, the number of caches I found is a little bit unknown. I think the <laughs> last time Jeff checked for me was... Um, I was like well over a hundred. <laughs> yeah, I think the profile shows that, but uh, yeah, and we found a whole lot more than that, and I've just added them to a list. So, what was your first introduction to geocaching? Um, I guess when I met you, <laughs> <laughs> I had known about geocaching. My sister and her kids and her husband did a little bit of it, mm. and um, I knew what it was. But I didn't really know what kind of like hob how intense the hobby was <laughs> <laughs> until I met you. Um, and then from there, it was just like learning a whole new sport or activity or there's so much to know other than finding little containers in the woods <laughs> using GPS satellites. Yeah. I was actually talking to someone today about it. And about geocaching. And he's like, well, explain more to me about it. I'm like, I could sit here for half the day and tell you all the intricacies of this hobby. And that still wouldn't be enough time. He's like, okay, but what's just like, what's the premise of it? Mm. And like this person had zero knowledge of geocaching. So mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one thing that is fun about geocaching is that it's, it can be very surface level and you can really take a deep dive because there's there's so much more in the hobby than 
just the basics. And uh, I think a lot of people get the advertising and they might see ads and try it out. And I think even the uh, official stats show that there's so many people that find a couple and then that's it. And they never play again. And uh, it, it, it like either clicks or it doesn't with people. And if it clicks, then you could become a casual cashier. Or if you really love it, then you really take that deep dive and uh, discover how big and vast the community and the experiences are. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I still remember when... Uh, when we had just started dating and uh, you were having to deal with how much I was involved in geocaching. And last year, uh, it was around this time that uh, we had the GIF event, the International Film Festival. What were your initial thoughts about that event? I had no clue what to expect. I, You kind of just explained it to me. You said, hey, do you want to go this thing? And it's kind of like these videos that people make about geocaching. And I was like... Okay, like, sure, we can go. It's something we can do. There really wasn't much a lot going on for COVID. And uh, so I was like, yeah, let's go out and do something and go to an actual event. So, um, and yeah, when I went, it was outside and in in a park under a pavilion at night. <laughs> and it was cold, mm. but um, and but we dressed for it. And yeah, it was neat to like see how... Um, people were so intense about the hobby and how much effort people put into these funny little short videos. <laughs> and it was just, yeah, it was neat to see. And I think I had shared an idea with Jeff that he should do, but I don't think he's taken that idea to heart yet. <laughs> I shared with him. We, we may need to re revisit that in the future. <laughs> I don't want to say the idea because what if right. somebody takes the idea? That's right. It's exactly. And I don't think the idea has been used yet. No, I don't believe it has. Not from what I've seen. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, at that time for the GIF events, the uh, pandemic was, I think it was on its, kind of on its, starting to be on its way out. But a lot of places still had a lot of restrictions. And so uh, it was hard to, um, to actually host a GIF event that would be open for a lot of people. So you had your GIF event. And that one, I learned a lot like mm -hmm. about geocaching at that because I was like giving little suggestions and you're like no no no, we normally don't do that events or we do this at events and like I just noticed how much work it is for one person and how much effort that you would put into that event just for like a couple of hours to make it a fun experience for everyone mm. so it's good to have the gif events back again uh it's just this year uh if you didn't know the uh the film festival events were postponed so there's no gift this year it will be returning next year but looking forward to it at least yeah it is they are fun to watch mm -hmm. it is time for the patron adventurer of the month cash the line is supported by a band of excellent adventurers through patreon who graciously pitch in and help the channel continue to grow and improve and for this show our adventurer of the month is cody cash I was able to meet up with him while visiting the Pacific Northwest for Geo Woodstock and HQ's 20-plus year celebrations in Seattle. We had a couple of very fun geocaching adventures, and there will be a video to come from that trip, which I'm very excited about. So thank you to Cody for your continued support. You can find him on Instagram at Cody Cash. That's K-O-D-E-E-C-A-C-H-E. -E -E. He's a great guy. Go give him a follow.
Ah, that is the sound of a POI, a phone one in. This one comes from Geocacher Ken, sharing a log he received from someone who's done what I'm sure many of us have done at some point. An embarrassing little oopsie. Hi, Jeff. I just got this log yesterday for one, on my, one of my uh, geocaches that I just had published called GeoArt number 13. It's GC, A is in Albert, 1, C is in comedy. And once you hear this log, it, well, it is comedy, 6-2. Uh, but the log reads as, oh my goodness, what a total comedy of errors. So I get the GZ and no cash. Hmm, what the heck? I poke around, walk around, expand the search, nothing. Message the CEO who confirms my cords, again, because the checker already did, and realize that I typed them in wrong to navigate. Retype them in, tell the CEO I think I have it figured out, and then zoom over there. Wait, what the heck? Still no cash. Triple check it. Oh my goodness. Call me Brittany because I did it again. The old lady readers come out and on, and I finally make my way over to Jeezy, pleasantly surprised to still see a blank logbook at 7 p.m. Wow. Thanks for another cash. Thanks, Ken. That was a great reminder to always be sure of your coordinates, especially if it's a rush to be the first to find a new cash. Remember, you can phone one in yourself by visiting www.cashtheline.net slash call-in. That's slash C-A-L-L-I-N. How about I give you a quiz on some common uh, geocaching acronyms? Well, can I give you a quiz on nursing acronyms after? (laughs) That would be an interesting test. I might have to come up with some interesting answers. Yes, you can. (laughs) How about this then? What do you think TFTC stands for? The first time cacher. Ooh, that's that's an interesting one. TFTC. (laughs) That's close. Uh, Well, not really close at all because all of the words are different. (laughs) Okay, so what does it mean? It means, thanks for the cash. Aw, that's nice. It's like a little, uh, just a little sign-off. Just a little thanks to the cash owner. You better have at least one on here that I know. (laughs) I'm going to be like... I I actually thought that would be I've been doing for the last year of my life. (laughs) It Actually, it it goes back on you. How good of a teacher are you if I don't know all the acronyms? You can play that card. (laughs) How about then, what about PMD? I think you may have heard that once or twice. This could be a tough one because some of the uh, beginner cashers might not have any idea what this is. Well, and I'm a beginner cashier or a uh-huh. tag along cashier. It means. No. Do you want me to tell you? No. Okay, what does it mean? Um, what do you think it means? What could primary it Primary multi cache document. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just... That could be the cache listing. No, it means pull me down. Oh. Is that not obvious? Well, yeah, it is now <laughs> once you say it. But. Okay, this one, I know, you've, you've got to get this next one. What is an LPC? Oh, yeah. My, you, I know what an LPC is. It's a lamppost <laughs> cache. Yes. And ding, ding, ding. I remember my first lamppost cache, and you were so mean. And I was oh. just standing there looking at the bottom of the, like, looking at the lamppost, and I'm like, probably like my fifth cash i'd ever found and i was just like and you were just laughing at me oh well you gotta let other people have that first experience i always tell people you know the lpc is something that's like a like a rite of passage into geocaching when you have no idea 
where it is and you're just walking around this lamppost and you've where's the cash yeah. there's nothing here and then you have that sudden epiphany that tap tap hey this thing moves and that big block whether it's circular or square lifts up and suddenly oh, there's treasure underneath i had to let you have that experience there wasn't that experience for me it was like <laughs> come on and it was kind of a colder night it was fall and i just was like come on like where is it Tell me. Why are you just laughing at me? Oh. Yes, I know what that one. At least there's one on there yes. that I know. Yes, the lamppost cache. Yeah. How about this one then? This is more of a technical one that I think you might know. But how about GPS? Yeah, well, that's what we use for our satellites. Mm-hmm. Positional satellite, something G. Um, so warm. I know. Geological positional satellites. Ooh, that is so close. I know, so close, but it's not the right answer. So what is it? <laughs> the GPS is the global positioning system. I was close. Yeah. You've got to know this one. How about a DNF? Oh, that one's easy. Nobody likes those ones. No, no. So. Not at all. <laughs> Uh, big blue smiley <laughs> and the dnf jeff i'm just gonna tell you it stands for did not find ding 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 there, okay, there's number you. two i don't have a bell with me that ah. was a very very bad bell okay one more and this one uh this took a little for me to figure out when i heard it and i don't think you'll know it at all so this one is phonetically yapidka y-a-p-i-d-k-a yapidka do you know what that stands for? Um, you're a <laughs> penny <laughs> diving night army. <laughs> I don't know because I just don't know. So what does it mean? Don't leave me Your in suspense. Yet another park I did not know about. Ah, I, I've seen that a few times, but not all that often, but it is out like there. Like a park? Like what kind of park? A park. Park it, you know, a little playground oh. uh, or a little field surrounded by trees. Okay. Little things just around the corner that you've never seen because you never thought of going there and looking. And then suddenly you find a geocache there. And it's like, oh, this is a really nice place. Yeah. I never knew about yeah. this. If it weren't for geocaching. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there's one more on there. Well, there is. Do you want to do another one? Okay. because that- Yeah, only because I know this one. <laughs> okay, now I have to guess because there's two. Which one is the one that you know? I'm going to guess P A F, path. Oh, this is I. We've done this. Phone a friend. Yeah. And I know that because I've actually <laughs> phoned you initially when I first started geocaching, and I had my kid with me, and I couldn't find it. And mm-hmm. when you bring your kids geocaching, well, let me tell you, you can't find it. They get very disgruntled. So I called <laughs> you and I said, "Where is this?" It says you found it. And then you didn't, I wasn't able to actually find it. It was missing, but phone a friend. That, that would be a DNF. <laughs> well, was it, a, it was a DNF. It was a DNF. Yeah. And we went back. Yes. And it was missing. And, oh, well, but that's the way things go. I think the one you were looking at was BYOP. Yes. Yeah. Which I do know what that one is too. That's Yeah. That might be used in other places than geocaching as well. Bring your own pen. Yeah. Yeah. That's an easy one. It's like BYOB. But it's yeah. BYOP. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was pretty good. I mean, that was uh, going through one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different acronyms, and there are so many acronyms out there. All right, let's take another quick break because we have a contest to get launched. 
If you are subscribed to or have been following Cash the Line on YouTube, you will have seen that I recently completed, finally, <laughs> my video series of a cash tour down the Trans-Canada Highway, the Lone Wolf Legacy, with the destination of visiting Jimmy's Castle. That is a site located out in the northern Ontario boonies with a fascinating history and story, and at this legacy of one man now sits a very remote virtual geocache. That series you can watch as a playlist at www.cashtheline.net slash lonewolf. And you might just want to check out that video series highlighting all the fun caches and places along the way because a keen eye may have noticed that every video, except for one, contains a little yellow smiley next to one single word. Now here's the contest. The first person to correctly gather all the words in video order, string them together with no spaces, like a quick brown fox lazy dog as a long word, and append it to the URL cashtheline.net slash and the string of words, and follow the on-screen instructions will win a TGIF path tag, an excellent geocaching adventures path tag, and a one-year premium geocaching membership. And if you're already a premium member, this will give you an additional year. On top of that, the first 50 people who correctly complete this task will receive a special gift that will be announced very soon. So once again, find the 11 words in the 12 video Lone Wolf series that each have a yellow smiley icon next to them, string them together in one word, and follow the instructions at cashtheline.net slash that word, and you'll win bragging rights and swag and a one-year premium membership and the first 50 will win a special secret prize that will be announced very soon instructions will be available in the episode's show notes so good luck and happy hunting now let's get back to our chat as for you f nightingale where do you want to go or visit next well, I'm not a huge traveler, actually. I've done some stuff for personal, but I normally like to go see family and things like that. I'd love to go somewhere warm. So somewhere kind of like, you know, Florida or, um, yeah, that area. And I would just probably not really have a whole lot planned. And Jeff just kind of takes the reins and deals with it. And I just follow along, which I'm quite happy to do. Well, there's one more question, I guess, uh, because you know, we don't know how many finds you have because you've been out so uh, quite a few times with me and uh, just kind of hanging out and enjoying the fun of the little geocaching adventure. And I've been keeping track of the caches that you found with me. How many caches have you found without me? Oh, without you? Not very many. Um, I found probably like 10 tops. And it's just, I have a kid, so sometimes we like to go out or with her friends. We've gone out and we've done some geocaching here in the area. And we, I enjoy doing that. I like being out in nature and doing things outside and getting outside and being active. So I'm fine with geocaching. It gives sometimes a point to a hike, right? If you're going to go on a hike, it gives you a goal or something to find, which can always keep kids really mm. interested. <laughs> um, kids really enjoy the geocaching. They get excited about it. And um, there's always neat things to find. And But I don't find a lot on my own. It's not like I'm driving around our town and I'm like pulling out my 
map and I'm looking for a geocache here or a geocache there or setting up personal goals within the app and things like that and trying to get grids and Mm -hmm. or an FDF every month I'm not into that I like to do it with Jeff and that is kind of how I like to geocache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's uh, a number of uh, geocaching couples out there and sometimes married couples and they might both be totally into it and always just getting out there and doing some more extreme things. But then I know even in our community, we've got some people where one person is doing all of the geocaching they're going to events and occasionally maybe the partner might show up for something. But uh you know, there's all types of dynamics out there. No, it's nice to like, I enjoy getting mm-hmm. out in nature and being out and doing things and having a good time. So if you want to go paddle caching, take me along with you because <laughs> I like to go out on the water and I like to paddle in the kayak, right? I'll, I'll, I would enjoy that. And we're spending time together. Mm-hmm. I, and it's nice to find the geocache too on top of that. But yeah. for me, it's more just being out, being active mm-hmm. and having a good time and spending time together yeah like that's one of the people often talk about how uh you know meeting people and spending time with friends is one of the best aspects of geocaching and i think even as um people who have partners married dating any anywhere in between that it's it's a great opportunity to spend time together and to get to know each other and uh you know like moving furniture can be a big test of a relationship who knows geocaching could be just the same normally i just trust your judgment because 90 percent of the time i'm probably going to be wrong about what i suggest so well i keep a list with all of the finds that we both have together and uh, i don't know how big that list is now should i keep logging your finds for you yes please (laughs) i would really really like that because i'm not so technical and i have the app on my phone but it's like Oh, then I got to open it and log it. And then one thing that is not just not who I am is to write a whole script of mm. what I liked about that cache. Mm. That's just I know the person who puts it there really enjoys seeing that. And there's mm. some benefits there for them. But that's just me personally. Yeah. When I first started geocaching, I put found it and I got like <laughs> Jeff was like, you can't put that. That You need to put more. And I'm more. like, what? Why? I was just going to say, you could flip to the far opposite end and be one of those people that put TFTC or found it or just the little period in the log. I don't think there's anybody other than the people who post those logs who like to see those logs. (laughs) I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's one of those things. I will let you continuing to log for me. (laughs) Right. So let's loop back to that one question you didn't quite have an answer for yet. What is your favorite geocaching experience so far from the perspective of a casual, not so serious cacher. I did like it actually when we went to Gigafat and then I got to go up into the cave. Mm. Oh yeah. So that was pretty neat and climb up in the cave and then grab a cache in there. You didn't follow me in. But no, I let you have, you, I let, I let you, you have that experience. You already found that one. Though. I have already found that. I've been there. Yeah. A couple of times, but I, yeah, it's, that's one of the great caches in that little uh, conservation area, Rockwood Conservation Area in mm-hmm. Ontario. And uh, Gagafap is the longest running annual event in uh, Canada. 
save the last couple of years for the pandemic. It's it's not quite a mega yet, but we there's still uh, I think a couple of hundred people showed up this year, and it's always great to have more people going for that that geocache. I'll put the uh, the GC and the cache reference in the uh, show notes for this episode, and you can check it out yourself. So if you're ever in Ontario and you're visiting Rockwood. Get that cash. It's an awesome experience. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that was a, a great experience. And it just goes to show that, you know, in this hobby, there are so many different types of experiences that you can have. And, uh, you know, if you just take up the hobby and you're scratching the surface, you really don't know how much there is still to experience. And uh, that's the great thing about this hobby is that there's so many different types and uh, geocachers all do it for different reasons. Uh, they enjoy different aspects of it, whether it's getting those parking grabs, whether it's trying to solve puzzles or gadget caches uh, out at GZ, or whether you're more extreme and you love traveling or taking these really uh, um, arduous trips, canoeing, kayaking, mountain climbing, or whether you just love climbing trees. It's all there. Thank you for coming on for the first time. Hopefully not the last time. Hopefully not. <laughs> to chat and just have some fun. Uh, very casual. It's always great to hear from people who have just started out the hobby and find out what their experiences are like and hopefully inspire more people to pick it up and try it themselves as well. Well, thank you for joining us on this first episode of TGIF Geocaching Radio. I'm excited to see where this goes and would love to hear from you. Please give the podcast a thumbs up, and if you have any memorable geocaching experiences or excellent adventures you'd love to share, please email or use our voice message call-in tool. Email us at tgif at cachetheline.net or visit cachetheline.net slash call-in, C-A-L-L-I-N, to share a message that could be included in next month's show. Thank you to all the patron adventurers who support Cash the Line. If you'd like to join this band of adventurers, please find us on Patreon or by visiting cashtheline.net slash Patreon. You can help CTL and get bonus swag and access to exclusive content for as little as a cup of coffee per month. There's also more to come in future episodes with more explorations into the world of excellent geocaching adventures. So be sure to subscribe, follow, and comment where you're able And don't forget to share it with your friends. So see you next month. And as always, happy caching and excellent adventuring.